We want to welcome all of our listeners to the 33rd episode of Minority Report with Eric and Carell. Each episode, we talk with leaders in media and business. And today joining us is Lori Tabularis, SVP of Digital Revenue and Operations with Nextstar Digital. Nextstar Digital. Let's jump yeah. in and get to know Lori. Lori, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good to see you both. Likewise, likewise. For our viewers and, and listeners who don't know you, tell us a little bit about what you're doing for a living in your area of expertise at work. Sure. So as you mentioned, I'm head of revenue operations for Nextstar Digital. So I run an ad ops organization as well as the programmatic and partnerships team, all for our owned and operated properties. Very cool. And tell us about like where you live and you know, really where, where you were born and, and, and how you grew up. Sure, sure. So born and raised in uh, the Chicagoland area. I grew up southwest suburbs of Chicago. So I've lived here all my life. I've been in the city for about 25 years now. And I recently moved from uptown to Wrigleyville, five blocks from Wrigley Field. Oh, very cool. What was it like growing up there? And, and tell us a little bit about your background and, and, and the culture. Sure, sure. So growing up here was great. Growing up in the Midwest is lovely. Things have changed a lot, obviously, over the years. When I grew up, it was very, you know, the suburbs were still kind of being uh, created. So it was definitely very different than it is now. Um, culturally, I am predominantly Polish, a little bit Swedish. Grew up very close friends and family all around, um, you know, going to my grandparents a lot on the weekends and in the city. And uh, my parents both lived in the city until uh, they had us and moved out to the suburbs to raise us. So very uh, typical Midwest upbringing. And Lori, as you know, uh, I'm a Bears fan, even though I'm not from the Chicago area. and Which I love. Uh, we, <laughs> have to, we have to get together uh, for a game at Soldier Field one of these years. So I think so, for sure. Yes, I'm a Bears <laughs> fan. I come to um, <laughs> fan living in Wrigleyville. But yes, I, I love meeting Bears fans that are from the Chicago area. We'll definitely get to a game. And Eric, I think actually the last Bears game I was at was in Washington when they trounced the right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Well, we'll see with all this stuff going on what happens this year. But yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'd love to say this year we can. Let's hope. <laughs> we will see. We will see. So, Lori, would love for you to just talk a little bit about your career path and journey, right? Like you've been in the sure. tech space for uh, a number of years. You're a veteran in the space, hold a senior position currently at at Nextstar. How did you get there? Give us a sense of your journey. Sure. Definitely not linear, uh, obviously, um, since ad tech is, is relatively new. I'm, I'm relatively old. So started media, started, uh, I actually got a degree in broadcasting and communications, wanted to be on air, wanted to be a radio DJ, found out that you have to go live in small towns I didn't want to live in and uh, started working for Claire Channel and their digital organization. Eventually moved over to Orbit. So all in media, briefly worked for a uh, startup that was a streaming platform, right when streaming became a thing for audio, um, for radio stations. Then spent the better part of my career at Tribune Publishing, also running a revenue operations organization. And then here I am doing it again at another place. So I've always been in media, early adopter in, in ad tech. I think my first contract in ad tech was Rubicon in like 2008 mm. when they were a yield optimization platform, Josh Wexler and JT Batson. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so 
it's uh, I've had every job from a trafficker to a sales coordinator to a seller to uh, a RevOps person. So I, I've kind of done it all. And what keeps you going in ad tech? What do you love about the industry we're in? I love how it changes all the time. I like uh, continual learning and improvement. It's kind of, I don't ever think we're done with anything. So I like how everything changes and evolves. And I'm also a builder. I like to build things. So I really like putting together a team. And I really like, you know, that's been the great part about being at Nextstar is being able to build a team again and being able to start over and, and build a ad tech and operations infrastructure for a company where there wasn't one before um, really motivates me a lot. Gotcha. And and obviously, this is a diversity and inclusion podcast. And, yeah. you know, I feel that our space, while we continue to get better in that area, we still mm-hmm. have a lot of room to grow. And so I want to get your thoughts on what can we do in, in our space to improve sort of the inclusivity of all uh, in that tech? Sure, sure. Um, I do agree. I think it's I think it's getting better. I think when you look around our industry, there's a lot more diversity than there was maybe seven, eight years ago, you know, both with people of color and, and women as, as well. I think we see a lot more of that. I think mentorship uh, to a certain degree is really useful with women, um, you know, helping guide women up through the industry and help them develop where they think they can make a difference and help them develop, you know, their path. Not all of us have had that, right? Someone who kind of helped you work your way through an industry, I think being that resource for people is really beneficial. I think that a lot of people look very uh, linear at their their path and say, I'm this and now I'm going to be that and now I'm going to be this. I think that there are ways your path can zigzag and sometimes you need someone to help you see that. Right. And give you that vision. You know, I do, I think it's getting a lot better, but I do agree. I think there's, there's a lot of room for improvement. So. You know, uh, Lori, we're, we're all in sort of a unique situation, you know, at present, you know, working from home a whole lot more than we ever have before. Our teams are changing the work we do. Uh, it's kind of the same, but it's done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that means that you, you, you've got a lot of stuff, you know, at home and work and they're colliding. Right. So w- what's it been like, you know, yeah. in your exact, you know, doing a whole lot for a big company and then also yeah. being, you know, mom number one, right? Yeah. So I joked with uh, Greg Rafeman at the beginning of this that we're being asked to work like we don't have children and parent like we don't have jobs. Mm. Um, so that's tough. For those who see uh, Red Lord of the Flies, we are a pig's head on a stick away from a coup here with my children. I'm outnumbered as well. So I'm a, a single parent, as you both know, and long hours of work and e-learning and kind of getting everything done with the kids and not having support, right? Like uh, it's a first world problem that I usually have a lot of help that I don't have right now. I think that managing your time and your expectations on both yourself and the kids is really important. Yeah, It took probably three weeks Three weeks or so for me to kind of get to a point where I could say, this is okay. And we're all doing the best we can. And I'm not going to, you know, kind of worry too much. Uh, Susan Parker, who you both know, uh, my lovely colleague, reminded me the other day that a lot of my stress were internal stress that I put on myself and not on someone else. So a lot of calendar management, 
a lot of, you know, setting boundaries for myself, right? Not working until 10 o'clock at night, spending a little more time with, you know, the kids and making sure they're getting what they're, you know, doing done. I think right now is an even more important time to be a leader to your team because there is a lot of stress and anxiety and unknowns. And I think it's very easy when you're all separate like this for people to kind of get concerned, right? Or, or have those, those feelings be amplified. No, it's amazing. And mentioning Susan, who, who we know, just a, just a quick story. Uh, she inspired me greatly. A couple of years ago, we were both speaking at Ad Exchange around San, San Francisco, and she rolled in with her newborn. And it was the first time oh, yeah. I'd ever seen, you know, that, and it was just, it was tremendous. So shouts yeah. to Susan and for all the hardworking moms out there that keep it, keep it going, you know? Yeah, so. she's the best. She talked me down the other day and was like, this is all <laughs> you. This is all on you. It's no one else is doing it. It is a time to, to take, to take some stock in that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that, you know, sometimes you, you learn by, by doing it and going through it. Sometimes you learn through mentors or other people that you could sort of learn from or emulate or, or sort of take, take little bits from. Do you sort of have any heroes or mentors in, in, the, in the space, both personally and then even maybe from a, from a work perspective? Sure. You know, I don't know if I ever had someone that I consider just a, a direct mentor or had that kind of official mentor relationship. Josh Wexler was a huge mentor to me early on in ad tech, really had tons of time with me, talking me through the business and, you know, really guided me a lot throughout my career. You know, I really admire a lot of people in our industry. Um, Carol Weber was another person I, I really admired a lot early on. Terry Gallo, Mary Kim Novak. It's another great thing about our industry is we have all these special people around us. And yeah, I, I feel cool. like I draw a lot even from our peer group and from even the people below me. I, I feel like one thing I am good at is hiring people that uh, kind of sum up my deficiencies and the places I'm not great, they are. And so I do even think I learn from my own team, great. ways to manage things, other perspectives, things like that. But we have such a great peer group. I mean, you know, as our, our publishing peer group, Jana and Steph and Rachel Savage. And, and we've just got this amazing group of people that we all learn from constantly. That's great. And, and your point about hiring people in areas where you're not good at, to me, that's a sign of a great leader. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I constantly tell my team, like, you get to do this because you're better at this than I am. Like, or be on the call. Like, Ivan on my team is so nice. And so I'm always like, I need someone a lot nicer than me. You know, staying on the on the topic of our of our industry, obviously there's the sort of standard trades out there that we all we all read, but any anything beyond that that you you read or or follow to just stay informed and stay up to date as to what's going on in the space? You know, I read all the standard stuff, you know, TechCrunch, all, all that good stuff. You know, I like to try to read leadership books here and there outside of it, you know, whether it's Cheryl Sandberg, you know, kind of any of those. I've amassed quite a collection. I used to have a couple bosses that were really big on handing out the books and stuff. Really anything like that. Um, I like to read stuff about uh, leadership as it is as a kind of a personal thing as well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not just kind of how to be a good leader. But I think there are a lot of inspirational books out there that speak to, you know, being a better person and therefore being a better leader for your team. 
What advice would you give to anyone that maybe is uh, looking for career change coming into ad tech or someone that's just getting ready to graduate from college that their first job may be in ad tech? What, what advice would you give to them? My advice would be that you can learn anything in this industry. There's access. It's not like many other industries in that way. You can learn so much by reading, spending time with people. I would say find someone that you know in the industry or trust or respect and just learn everything that they know. You know, I think there's a lot of resources between going to conferences and all of the trades and publications. And there's just a lot of really great people in the place. I actually think it's an industry that you could move into yeah. uh, relatively easily. And also just to, to look at your skill set. And know that you can correlate skills in your existing job and career to this. They don't have to be exact. You don't have to know what certain things are. You can correlate a lot of the skills that you've attained in another role and make them applicable to something in this industry. Gotcha. Gotcha. So one fun question that I love asking everyone that comes on the podcast with us is to give us three apps on your phone that you use. You cannot name email or calendar. This is where you get to see how boring I am. Um, <laughs> so most used apps, I saw that and I was like, huh, I really need to up my game. I would say my most used apps are Spotify, Instagram. And right now, I, this would, pre-COVID would have been different. Right now, I use uh, Bands in Town a lot. So it's normally like an alert for when concerts are in your area. And you can put in your playlist and connect it to Spotify so it triggers people you listen to. But right now, it announces all these streaming concerts. Uh, so you constantly get alerts that so-and-so is doing a live concert or it's on Facebook Live. So pretty boring, but those are my uh, three top apps right now. Well, that last one, that last one's a new one for us. So that one's good. Yeah, before it would have been my American Airlines app. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lori, thanks so much for uh, for joining us. We're delighted to have you. And a lot of our listeners and, and viewers like to stay in touch. How can they find you? Sure. Anyone can hit me up on LinkedIn or they can email me at ltavalaris at nextstardigital.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for uh, listening and watching. And you can find us where you find all your audio and your video. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.